Hello there. This is Shalin. You are listening to the Tesayo Open Mic Podcast, a podcast created by Testers for Testers. In the previous episode, we talked to Esbiatuslav, our head of Tester Support, about the terms QA and testing. Uh, while people often use the phrase quality assurance to refer to testing, quality assurance and testing are not the same, but they are related. A larger concept, quality management, ties them together. Quality manager, management includes all activities that guide and control the organization with regard to quality. Quality management includes both quality assurance and testing, or it is also can be named quality control. QA focuses on following proper processes and thus it guarantees that appropriate level of quality will be achieved. Uh, following the processes usually leads to decrease the number of defects in products and provides higher quality. Quality assurance is identifying and illuminating root causes of defects, collects metrics for analysis and based on that analysis works to improve current processes. At the same time, quality control involves various activities that support achievement of appropriate level of specific product quality. Uh, this includes requirements analysis, write and test documentation, test cases execution, reporting bug reports, etc. So, quality assurance and testing are different but very close related. Part of people on our platform test find bugs and after fixing them the products have better quality. So yes, our testers create quality. Hey Tarid, thank you so much for joining us today. How do you do? Uh, I'm doing well here in sunny Northern California. Glad to hear. Uh, so for those who don't know you, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Surely. Um, I am a longtime QA professional with 20 years of experience uh, wow. building and leading QA teams in Silicon Valley, mostly at startups, but also at some established companies. And Amazing. I've also worked quite a bit as an individual contributor. Oh, what? 20 years of experience? Yes. yes. Incredible. Yeah, I think I heard that. Now I was remembering that in Silicon Valley and all your experience. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. And what was your path in this sphere? Um, I have an interesting path into QA. Mm-hmm. I began my career in QA at a company called Berkeley Systems. You may be familiar with them. They used to make the screensaver after dark. It had the flying toasters and all that. Yeah. I was responsible for technical support. And one day, my uh, the company president came into my office and essentially beseeched me to take over responsibility for quality mm. assurance. He had become dissatisfied with the current manager. Oh. I was somewhat reticent, having never had worked in QA, but... You know, I answered the call of duty. Um, <laughs> yeah. And for a year, I had a tech support staff and a QA staff. I had two offices, two phones, and I traveled between the, the two settings. Wow. After a year of doing this, it was crazy making, and I had to choose one or the other. And I chose QA. Definitely. And the reason why I chose QA is because it's to the product development. Yeah. And so therefore, unlike tech support, 
where we could comment about the product already released. <laughs> I actually wanted to have some input into the product before it was released. And so I signed up mm. uh, for QA full time. For QA. That's a, that's a nice part. Yeah. And um, I, I like that QA has direct involvement in you know, product decisions. Mm. And the thing that I like most about testing yes, please. is that we, we do have that connection as the eyes and ears of the customer the ultimate user yeah. to have input into uh, making a product better from their perspective. Yeah, I'm really into that as well. Mm -hmm. even, from, even from the UX perspective as well, I like that as well. Yeah. So um, maybe could you share some funny or interesting cases you've encountered in your testing career? Well, as someone with a long career, there are several things that mind please but the thing i wanted to really share because as someone who's been responsible for the morale of the team i mm. understand that it's important to have a strong relationship with the development team and mm. you know i also understand too that you're a software developer especially if you're a new uh, developer you just graduated from college yeah after college you know the top of your class and so exactly. I don't know how to put this delicately, but perhaps you have a bit of arrogance. <laughs> and so QA is a tough enough job, but it's especially difficult if the relationship between development and QA is one of tension. It is. And so at one of my stops where we had our own QA website, we created a page, things developers say, and this <laughs> as a way to train them on the proper mm. communication. But some of the things that made it to the wall were, are you sure you installed it correct? <laughs> and to which our response, of course, were, we followed the instructions given to us. And the ever popular, well, it works on my machine. <laughs> yeah. And of course we would say, well, we'll just have to ship your machine to our customers. Yeah. But over time, what that did, it trained the developers to ask better questions. So over time, developers learn to say, fine, what what have you done to narrow down the scope or mm -hmm. the place where the bug occurs? Uh, you know, what other areas have you looked at in terms of narrowing down the focus? And um, how does it manifest to the user? So types of questions that would be more helpful. And, yeah. you know, we had a sense of humor too. So at one point, one of the developers wrote, it, wrote in response to a bug, working as implemented. <laughs> always it but, is. <laughs> we had a good rapport with them, and that helped a lot because I've seen relationships where there is a degree of tension because, frankly, no one likes someone criticizing them. Yes, no. And so I've always tried to instill in the team and in the other parts of the product development team, that QA is a valued member of the product development team as we are the eyes and ears of the end user. The and user, we have yeah. insight into both camps. We understand the complexities and so forth that went into developing the product, mm. but we also have an eye towards how a customer would experience working with it. And so therefore, Developers 
and once again, a very challenging job. It is. Frankly, their first mission in life is to get the product to work. Yes. And they don't necessarily <laughs> think about all the other things that could go wrong. Whereas QA, once again, because of our experience mm. with software and so forth, we understand that, well, I'm supposed to push button X, button Y, and button Z. But what happens if I push button W? Exactly. And, you know, over time, if the relationship between QA and development is one that functions at a high level, developers mm. take the insight given to them from QA and it informs how they approach error handling and so forth. And so that mm. was one of the things that um, I really found satisfying in building those types. Of yes, definitely. The, but and that also I think applies to our job as a team leaders. Like we understand, like both, we can even understand tested side, like why they are seeing some behavior in one way and why we are seeing it in another way. And to your point, yes, please. When I'm working with our testers, I try to impress upon them how a developer might see something. Mm. For instance, what to you might be a big deal that, you know, something is misaligned, but mm. it took the developer hours to get it that close. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, testers and so on, that um, you should always point out these types of issues. Yes. But do not be discouraged if the product management makes a decision not to fix it because they have to balance out the cost of fixing something versus the cost of not implementing some other feature. Because as we all know, in software development, everything is a, a struggle between time, money, and quality. True. And time is the big determinant because you're in a race to market with your competitors. Yes, I agree. Thank you for adding, adding that, uh, Terry. Which advice would you give to our new testers? Any any other advice? Well, first of all, I think they should be aware that testing is a challenge and should be because the product that gets delivered to you should be well functioned. Yes. It should be hard to find bugs. So point one, do not be discouraged. Point mm. two, Trust your intuition as a mm. computer user, as someone who has experience working with software. If something looks odd to you, have the strength of your convictions and point that out. But in pointing it out, you should always buttress whatever you say with evidence. If you think something is a bug, why yeah. is it a bug? You shouldn't mm. assume that the person looking at this has the same perspective as you. And then more importantly, Realize too that your role is a valued role and that you fill in the gaps in product management and development because they don't necessarily have the user's perspective. Yeah. You have that perspective and to add that to the product development process. Yeah, to the process, um, yeah. And the last thing to realize Jeez. when I started, QA was not considered a valued process. It was seen more as a cost. And in particular, a lot of have that view. Because once again, the struggle is between time, quality, money. and money, right? Yes. Yeah. So the longer it takes to develop something, <laughs> the more it costs. 
And then, mm. of course, you're in a race with your competitors. But really, if you think about this with any degree of time, you have to realize that any technological advantage you may have will ultimately be realized by your competitors. Either yes. reverse engineering or just, you know, they're smart, they're smart people too. And so what your primary mm. advantage over your competitors is, is the quality of the work that you deliver. And QA helps you produce better quality work. Yes, agreed, agreed. And if you cut back on the QA effort, you yes. hurt your product quality and ultimately you're standing in the marketplace. Yes. And I think it's like the same, probably is my, I get my take on this. It's like the same decision um, between making everything automated or just or manual testing or it's like the same kind of decisions i think so once again the perspective is from product management yes and exactly because once again i understand they have to be concerned about the budget mm. why can't we just automate everything yeah, yeah. well someone who's a practitioner i will tell them that um automation does not find new bugs yes it finds what's it it operates on a script. Yes. It does what's in the script. Exactly. It has no insight. It has no intuition. Mm. Therefore, you must always have a role for manual testing yeah. because that involves the person, someone who can contextualize what they're seeing and offer advice. And so I've always, in any QA organization I run, mm. I've obviously, I've had automated testing, yeah, yeah. but I've always made sure to have skilled good manual testing because again that's where the new bugs are found. exactly so from my perspective the proper qa organization has manual testing yeah. and then for the bugs that you want to make sure never happen again you create an automated mm. uh, artist where you can go through the screen test all the aggression tests to make sure they don't come back yeah and also use that type of automation to test builds so that the, what's delivered to QA is of reasonably high quality. But always, still have to have manual tests. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Well, especially our testers, I think. Our crowd is very talented. Thank you so much, Terry. And so, um, by, by the way, you will now be more involved in our community work, I'm, am I right? I heard about some activities with the U.S. testers. I think it is such a good opportunity for them to learn and communicate. I like this idea very much. Thank you. Um, I, I will say this. Please. Uh, one of the things I liked most about my role, especially as a leader in QA, mm -hmm. was, was mentoring staff, uh, helping people to understand the process and getting better at the process in their job. And so this new role, it to me seems to be an adjunct to mentoring, especially new testers and what is good practice for quality assurance. And I look forward to doing that and working with our US based testers. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Now I would like to tell a few words here about our new podcast series that we will create only for our discount community. Once or twice a month, we would like to record or maybe run a live podcast to discuss the most relevant issues or topics that we encounter on our platform 
or talk about updates or whatever we find important to help our testers to develop professionally. I hope Terry, you will be our frequent guest mm -hmm. as well as Esteban, and you will both share your best knowledge and ideas with our crowd. I will indeed. And last but not least, I've heard from through the grapevine that some testers think that TLs mm. don't really exist, that apparently, I guess, we're bots. <laughs> so I'm happy for this opportunity to prove that I'm indeed a, a flesh and blood individual. <laughs> and I, too, am someone who is happy with exploratory testing mm. because I see it as a vehicle to extend the QA process into the future. Mm. And I'll be quick about this, yes, but please, after elaborate. the 2009 recession, yeah. a lot of companies cut back on QA. Once again, QA is a cost. And so to me, exploratory testing is a way to alleviate some of, some of that concern mm. because you bring in people who aren't jaded by what's gone before in the product development process, yes. who approach what's being delivered with a fresh pair of eyes mm. and a sense of discovery. I think that's invaluable. It and is. the fact that it crowdsourcing is based from people all over the globe mm. to input all of their various experience into this testing process. Yes. I, I think it's a great vehicle for QA moving forward. Yes, agreed. Once again, um, I, appreciate, I appreciate you joining us today, Terry. It was really fascinating talk. And as always, when we get to talk, and thank you all for listening to the Teseo Open Mic Podcast. If you want to know more about us, what we do, how we do it, and build a QA testing career in the IT industry from scratch, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to listen to our new private internal-only podcast, please join our Discord community directly from your Tesla account. Take care, stay safe, and stay tuned. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>